You are listening to Noble Warrior Podcast with your host, Mike Frazier. Hello, everybody. Just wanted to thank you for tuning in to Noble Warrior Podcast. Appreciate you sharing your time with me. This is going to be episode one, the very first episode here with Noble Warrior Podcast. And today I just wanted to cover some mindset uh, things to um, get your mind thinking of positive things, things of change, um, motivating kind of type of things to think about, things that uh, really helped me and motivated me to get my mindset out of uh, my funk when I was uh, going through a hard time in life. So hopefully I can expand on some things and um, kind of uh, help you get out of where I was at at one point in time. On today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about a few important topics that I chose, mindset and how important it is, how it affects us, where we are today, where I am today, and how your past doesn't have to define you, and how I learned that my past doesn't have to define me. So on this first topic, mindset and how important it is, I kind of want to talk about where my mindset is today versus where it was a year ago, five years ago, or even 10 years ago. It's very imperative to be able to take a step back in certain periods of time to evaluate where you are, what you've come from, and where you're going. Coming from the military, especially the special operations side, it's imperative to know that uh, you have to have a plan. And if you have a plan, in order to make that plan happen, you have to prioritize and you have to execute certain functions to make that plan happen. You just can't go willy-nilly, just, I want to do this and just go. Some people can do that, good for them. You know, that's a blessing. I can't. For a lot of the things that I want to do and achieve in life, uh, it's, it's work, and you have to make a plan. But knowing that, there is a certain mindset that you have to have for that. And I've allowed myself about 10 years ago to fall into a big slump with uh, PTSD, depression, anxiety, fear. All of that stuff ruled my life. And it stopped me. And it created a shell or a cocoon around me that kind of prevented me from really going where I wanted to go. And I didn't realize it. I was slowly shutting down. Slowly not allowing myself to be who my true authentic self is. And when you're not aware of it, you're not able to recognize it and fix it. Being so caught up in the bad things that are happening in life. Oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh, that's happening. Man, why does this have to happen to me? Over a period of time, after so many just bad events just happening and snowballing, it just creates this chain, this uh, bondage, if you will, and it allows us to be crippled. It causes us to be crippled. It doesn't allow us to really move freely. We're afraid to take risk. We're afraid to do things. We're afraid to do that. I was constantly, 10 years ago, I couldn't do much. I wanted to do certain things like go outside, work in the, on my yard, or play with my truck, 
do certain things. I would think about doing things and I would just be completely just overwhelmed with being tired and lethargic. And I'd want to do stuff, but then really I'm like, nah, I just, I can't. I, I don't really have any joy doing that. And I allowed that to continue to grow because I didn't really know what to do with it or how to combat it. And over time, just off of repetition every day, every day, not doing anything, not having any goals, not moving anywhere, not doing what used to bring me joy, sucks all the life out of you. You have no joy. You have no fun. You don't want to do anything. And being in combat and being married at the time and having a family, being in combat, you, uh, you're you constantly on the move. You're constantly going. It's nonstop. And when you come back home, you just want to relax. This was my mindset back then. You want to relax. You want to take it easy. Just being in the house for me was my bubble. But my wife at the time and my son, they spent so much time away from me. I, I was gone. They're super excited to be around me. And they just want to have fun. They want to hang out with dad. They want to go do stuff. They want to catch up on those times. Not realizing that created so much friction and it created so much. And that even got worse. So many things just piled on top of pile on top of pile. And the weight just becomes so astronomical that you can't do anything with it. And if you don't have the tools, you're not able to recognize it. It can't control you. And that's what happened to me. Five years went past that, just things got worse. And if you don't recognize things, you don't see things, you don't change things, if you're going down the wrong road with the wrong speed and the wrong vehicle, it'll be too heavy, it'll be too fast, and it'll go out of control. And it will continue to go out of control until it either crashes or something drastic changes. You get an uphill slope and you can slow the truck down. Um, you start using things. You can get the truck stopped and you can fix it. You can change vehicles. Using something like that just kind of help illustrating, you know, the chaos that can go if you just continue to go downhill and down in a slope. And that's what happens to a lot of us. We just get caught up in those times and in those moments and get stuck on those bad things. And that's what happened to me. And it really changed my mind, my mindset, when I absolutely hit rock bottom. My my point in life and my time in life just came to a drastic halt to where I felt that I really couldn't go on anymore. I didn't know what to do. Everything I did just turned to chaos. And I wasn't, I didn't even feel like I was a horrible person. I wasn't an alcoholic. I didn't do drugs. I didn't steal I was just trying to pave my own way in life with my way of thinking and my way of doing things. And it just, from one thing to the next to the next, everything was just falling apart. And it caught up to me. So what's different now between then? Honestly, my faith. I, I couldn't do anything. I was at such a horrible, dark place in my life. That I didn't know what to do. And it was scary for me because I've never been in that place. I knew that it was not a fun place for me. Even being able to talk about it right now is difficult. 
but I only paint this picture and I only talk about it because I want to be able to help people in that similar situation. And it seems as each day passes, we keep hearing more and more about people losing their lives, giving up, having no hope. They don't know what to do. And um, there's so many things out there that we can do as individuals to provide tools for other friends, families, relatives, veterans, loved ones, you name it, to help them combat these things. For me, what the greatest thing was for me is I gave my life to God. At that point in time, I couldn't do it anymore, and I asked God to help me. And for me, at that particular moment, things shifted for me. And I started to recognize that my mindset was different, that I focused all of my intention at one point in time to all of the bad. And my shift went towards good. Possibly, what kind of hope is there? You know, there, there could be some hope. You know, if I ask for help, can I get help? And that allowed me to become vulnerable, which I didn't learn as a military dude, as an alpha male, is to ask for help. I was always afraid to ask for help because I didn't want to be labeled as someone that's broke. I didn't want to be labeled as someone that's has issues with, you know, wanting to, to talk about their, their problems. I, I didn't want to be labeled as any of that. But in, in growing, growing stronger with my mindset, I realized that opening up and being vulnerable really actually helped me out. It allowed me to, one, ask for help, be vulnerable, but two, it allowed me to recognize things in my life that were going wrong and I didn't have to hold it in anymore. And I found that there were actually people willing to help me. That's imperative. When you can't go in this world without having help from people, it doesn't matter how big shot you are, how how far you're going, what you're doing. Some way, shape, or form, someone's helped you get to where you're going. doesn't matter if you're a millionaire. doesn't matter if you're a businessman. doesn't matter if you're a spiritual person, a pastor, a leader, a mentor, someone's helped you somewhere down the road. And, you know, being able to have that and recognize that, especially coming from the military, coming from the special operations side, is teamwork is imperative. Guys don't train to be solo individuals and go out there and be Rambos and win the day. It doesn't happen. You have your own individual skills you have to learn, yes. You have to be able to take care of yourself, yes. But in order to move forward, those guys work as a team. They shoot, move, and communicate. They're constantly evaluating each other, critiquing each other, helping each other out. Constructive criticism, by the way. Not destructive criticism, but they help each other. They build each other up. They let each other know when things fail, when things aren't working. They change things, stuff up. If this didn't work, why did it not work? Not to focus on the bad, like, why did you fail? You failed this. You're a horrible person. That's not constructive. But being able to be in that mindset of being a leader, being a team member, and helping each other out, that's that's what it's all about. And that's what I really learned when I learned how to become vulnerable and ask for help. That was a big part of where I was going in life, and it really changed my mindset 
my focus and my drive and focus on who I really am and where I want to go and who I want to become, not just to be a guy that's driven with PTSD, fear, and anxiety. My mindset now is shifted, obviously, for various reasons that we just spoke about. And I can actually now see a major difference in my life compared to where I was before. And that allows me to reflect on the past, but continue to move forward. And like I said, using those things as tools, as stepping stones to where I want to go, not to what's holding me down and stopping me. I don't focus on the bad things. I see the bad things, and I use things that I've learned to allow me to get through the door or above the obstacle or around the obstacle. They're obstacles now. They're not stopping points. It's not fear. And having that mindset now is is, is great. It's rad. It's a blessing. And I'm very thankful. And I want to be able to share that with everybody and give little tidbits of things here and there that help me through my life and my bad times help you get through yours or someone else's. You might not be going through a struggle or you might be just getting out of your struggle, but you might have something that can help someone else. And that's what I'm really hoping to share is my knowledge and my experience of the bad places that I've been and how I've come out of it. No, I'm not quite where I want to be. And I always want to strive to be better and learn and do more things and give back. But I'm at the starting point. And that's very important to recognize that you got a place to start from. And you keep moving and you keep moving forward and you keep going forward and you keep driving and you stay consistent, and you be disciplined, and you'll get to your goal, and you'll make it happen. My second topic, I wanted to talk about things that I enjoyed today versus things that I didn't. This is another kind of turning point for me to be able to recognize the positive shifts in my life and see kind of where things are going and where things were. And I can see things now that I'm starting to get joy back into my life, I'm starting to get excited about doing things where for so long, I didn't want to do anything. I was robbed of my joy, um, my peace, and I didn't really want to go out and do things. I didn't want to explore. I didn't want to do the things that I used to love doing. And talking with other people, it really sounds like that's kind of a common theme for a lot of veterans, that you're just so so infused and inundated with excitement and adrenaline all the time when you come back home and you're just kind of, it's, it's gone. You don't really have that. And unless it's extremely exciting, you don't really want to get into it or you don't want to get let down. And now I get excited about doing things. I'm like, all right, I can do this. This will be fun. I go out and do it. I'm able to go out and explore, see things, do things, try things. And I realize that I was getting robbed and I was basically allowing myself to just stay stagnant and not have that joy. And it's very imperative that we have that joy. We have those things that we like to do, the self-care for us, um, have that creative ability, those things moving in our minds, keeping our minds going with positive, uplifting things, reading books, working out, exploring, getting our blood flowing. That's very, very, very important for us. And when we stay stagnant and we stay stuck on the couch or on the bed or just not moving, it uh, it does us no justice. 
and it actually works against us for where we want to go in life. Things that I can do today versus what I couldn't is very big as well. What I can do today versus what I couldn't do five, ten, even a, a year ago today, um, it's different. It's shifting. It's growing. I'm excited about going and do things. I'm excited to see the different seasons. I'm excited to see the summertime, the sunlight, the flowers, the springtime. You see uh, all the all the life starting to kind of come back out. Um, trees forming, flowers blooming, the birds, you know, all of that stuff may sound kind of cheesy, but it's really neat because I've neglected that for so much, for so long in my life, that being able to have that and see that and recognize that is very profound. And I can see the difference. I can feel the difference in having that life and seeing the color and being so joyful in life now is amazing. And at, there's, at some point in time, I know you guys listening, if you ever struggled through that or if you're struggling with that now, you kind of think back to, well, I used to like that. I used to be able to enjoy this. I used to be able to do that. Well, you, you stopped. Why did you stop? What stopped that? And that's what got my mind going. Why do I need to stop? Why, why, why do I need to keep allowing myself to not be happy, to not be able to do things? And that, my mindset, boom, it just clicked. Like, man, you know, I, I, I need to change it up. I need to get back to being excited again about doing stuff. I need to get out there and start rolling, working out, doing jujitsu, doing karate, boxing, running, doing something, drawing, writing, being creative. That really helps me. And I really love doing all that stuff today. I love being creative. I love to ride my motorcycle. I love my Harley. I like my dirt bike. Drawing. You know, I don't draw quite as much as I used to. I used to be one of my big things, but I let go of it and I'm not great. I'm starting to write a book. So that's kind of getting my creative things going in my life to be able to put things down that I think about and write them out and create an atmosphere uh, for my mind to be able to recollect things in the past, bring them to the present and time together, and really be able to think about everything, the bigger picture, my entire life, not just the bad parts, but the good parts. And when you be able to separate yourself from all that bad stuff in life, you really start to be able to see the good in life. And... On this last part of where I am today, it's very important for me to expand on me giving my life to God, how that allowed me to shift my focus on the bad things on me and on other people, and it allowed me to focus on something greater. And I know a lot of listeners, they're not big on being spiritual or religious, and I'm not saying that you have to believe in what I believe in. I'm not saying that you have to think what I think. You can take bits and pieces of this and roll with it. That's great. But I really want to share that there's more. And this is really what helped me to shift from my horrible part of my life to recognizing, man, there's something greater. And growing up, I always knew that there was a God. I 
grew up knowing that there was a heaven and a hell, but I didn't really know much about anything else. And even going to a private Christian school, I learned that, um, you know, there were certain foundations, but I guess I just wasn't quite ready to dive in, and I didn't really fully understand what everything meant. And growing up, getting older, going to war, being in combat, seeing what religion does and what people do in the name of a religion, it really put a bad taste in my mouth. And seeing other people killing for their Allah or, you know, what they want to do and impart on other people, it just really kind of turned me away and it put a bitter taste in my mouth. I'm like, man, how, how could, uh, how could a God do this? How could a God allow this? Well, when I came to my almost end and I was in my darkest point in my life, what I recognized is I asked God to come into my life. I didn't know if he was real. I didn't know what was happening. I just knew that I needed something. Otherwise, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the ability to continue forward. I would just move forward and if something bad happened to me it happened to me i i was uh i was prepared to just not exist anymore i'm not proud of that but it's a dark place and i know so many people have been there and i was on medications for a while to sleep and to get rid of anxiety and depression and i hated being on medication just to be a normal functioning human but what happened was I learned more about God and I found out that he's there and he created me and everything. But he gave me free will and he is, his love allowed me to see that. He gave me the choice to want to come after him. He gave me the choice to want to love myself. He gave me the choice to want to do all these things. And with all of that, it allows me to remove stress off of validation from others, removing stress from you know, the need for approval from other people to do certain things. Am I doing the right thing? You know, do they do they care about me? Do they want to do this for me? Should I be doing this for them? No, it allows me to focus on what he is, he wants, what his will is. And just love, love and kindness and gentleness and being able to apply that in my life every day really changed me and my outlook and allows me to take a step back and see things in a different manner and to have more patience and to have um, more of an understanding for people and the things that they've been through instead of just being so abrasive and so just gung-ho of being an angry, resentful, hateful person like I used to be. And it feels amazing. It feels good. It's not always easy. It's tough. Sometimes I still get angry. I think everybody does. But having that really just changed my life. And I know it's changed so many other people's lives. And it's the stepping stone. It's, it's the start to something great. The last point I wanted to talk about was your past doesn't have to define you. And my past doesn't define who I am. And I say this because I had a rough childhood. As a little bitty guy, I watched my 
my father beat my mom. I watched alcohol destroy families. I watched and was part of firsthand of abuse and being beaten as a little guy. I got stuffed in a burlap sack, locked in a closet, beaten. I had to drink palm olive dish soap. I was locked out of my house uh, during the summertime. I wasn't al allowed to come back into the house until it was nighttime. So I kind of had to fend for myself for a lot of my childhood and explore and do things and see things. And I didn't understand it at the time. And I wasn't even resentful. But later in life, I kind of started to resent certain things and get angry and frustrated because why did a kid have to go through that? Why did I have to go through that as a kid? And all these other kids had a great life. They had families. And for a little bit, I was kind of stuck. And I was upset. And I was mad. And I didn't know where I fit. But I realized going through life, things change. People change. I was able to have a great relationship with my father. My father wound up passing away a few years ago. And I'm so thankful that I was able to let go of all that stuff from my father a long time ago and have a good relationship with my dad. It was really neat to be able to have that friendship with my dad because as a little bitty guy, that's what I wanted. And I didn't really have that. But I found out that it was great to have that, so I accepted that. And I loved it. And before he passed away, I knew where I stood with my dad, and he knew where I stood with him, and that felt really good. And I have that same relationship with my mom. You know, I have a really good relationship with her. I don't hold anything against them. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm not in that same situation that they were in. They were in a completely different situation as adults than I am as an adult, and they came through stuff as a child that made them act on the decisions that they had, that they were given at that moment. And we're different. I'm a different person. But just because I had to go through that doesn't mean that I have to either put my son through those situations or harbor on those situations. And actually, it allowed me to realize I don't ever want to be in those situations. I... I don't like those situations, and I don't like what happened at that time. So I'm going to make sure I'm going to do my due diligence not to reenact that. I'm just going to break that cycle. And that's what I did in my life. And I don't like alcohol. I don't like drugs. I don't like beating anybody. Um, I'm not going to do that. And I haven't done that. And it's amazing to be able to see the difference of people uh, I'm not, I'm not judging the people, but you know, people get stuck in, well, I had this happen to me, so this is the way it needs to be. Well, it, it doesn't, you don't have to do that to your kids. If you went through that, you don't have to drink alcohol just because your parents drink alcohol. You don't have to smoke because someone else smoked. You are your own creation. And what you do with that is your choice. And honestly, if you choose to be that way, that's that's up to you. But there's so much greater out there. there. There's so much better out there. And it's mindset. It's all on what you decide to focus on. And that's why I'm really wanting to do this podcast is to help people understand mindset and how important it is in life. 
to utilize that, see that, to recognize that, and use that as a stepping stone and to allow your mindset to slowly shift and change into the direction you want it to, to good, to help, to grow, and to shape your future and others behind you because you are the direct result of someone else's life. Whether you realize it or not, whether you think you're a recluse or not, you are directly inserted into this world to serve a purpose and to be around other people and to help people, to guide people, to mentor people. Whether you recognize that or not, whether you accept that or not, that's what happens. You as a parent, your children see you. You as an uncle or an aunt or a cousin, people see you. They recognize you. They, they see certain things. And when they see something that impresses them or something that's good, they recognize that. And people see that and they're like, man, I remember that. Or if it's bad for a negative recourse, I'm like, man, I've seen that. And I don't want to have that happen to me in my life. So whether you accept it or not, it happens. You're that person. You, you, you shine a light in someone else's life at some point in time. What you do with that light and how you make that impact is very important. And that can leave a lasting impression not only on that person that sees it, but maybe someone else down the line. And that's, that's where I want to go with this. I want to put out some good stuff to get your mind thinking give you some brain food and some positive uplifting things to think about to grow and to shape your mind and to get out of a funk that you're in if you're in one. If you're not, great. If you are, let me help you. And if you got problems, if you got issues, man, shoot me a message, shoot me a text. You know, if you know me, if you don't, even if you don't feel comfortable with me, find someone you know, talk to someone, open up, you know, say, hey, this is going on in my life. Hey, I'm having a rough time with this. You'll be very shocked and surprised of the outcome that you will get, the feedback that you will get, and it's not going to be quite what you thought. And in opening yourself up to be vulnerable, you know it, it can it can be scary, it can be tough, but it's an an important part of our lives to grow and to move into a direction for improvement and helping ourselves as well as others. And honestly, you can't help yourself. If you can't help yourself, you can't help others. And if you can't love yourself, you can't love others. I mean, take a prime example of being on an airplane. If uh, you've ever been on an airplane, you get the crew brief, the passenger brief from the flight attendant. They show you how to do the seatbelt. They show you how to put on the oxygen mask. But they distinctly say, that in order for you to help someone else, you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself first. Because you can't help somebody else if you're if you're not able to breathe. So, you know, that's just uh, some mindset stuff to think about. And also the last thing I've got, you know, a lot of people, a lot of veterans, they think the, uh, the biggest problem, the biggest struggles that you have is actually being in the military. And uh, I find that to be not true. A lot of times you think back on those times and it's quite possibly the easiest because we were trained to deal with those times. We were trained and given tools for those. And you get out of the military, you get out of combat, you get out of your routine, and you get into uncomfortable and uncertainty. And the battlefield becomes the mind. And a lot of people have probably heard it. 
and a lot of people are probably going through it, and you still don't even really truly understand and recognize what's going on. But let me tell you from experience, the mind is a battlefield, and it's all on mindset. It's all on what you think and what you focus on. And as we progress and as we go through some of these podcasts, I'm going to elaborate more on those. I'd like to get some guest speakers some talk to people about their mindsets and certain places that they've been in their lives, good and bad, and some of the stuff that they've done to combat that. And I want to offer the most tools that you can use or put in your toolbox as possible because I'm a firm believer of, you know, if you've gone through something, if you have something, share it. And I want to share all of that with everybody because I want everyone to be happy, healthy, and full of life and love like I am. It's a great place, and it's uh, night and day different compared to where I was just five, ten years ago. So with that being said, just thank you very much for tuning in with me on uh, Noble Warrior Podcast in the very first episode. It's going to be an exciting ride. Hope you guys are getting some good information from this, and I'm really hoping to get some more input and get some guys to come on here, guys and gals, to talk about their experiences and share some of their insight to help us all grow and progress in life and to become uh, better individuals and stronger leaders. And with that, I just want to leave you with a Bible verse, 1 John 4.18, perfect love expels all fear. It's an amazing verse for me, very strong, profound. And love is very big in my life. And I just wanted to share that with you and leave you with that. So you guys have a rad, blessed night. Thank you. God bless. And I'll see you soon.